Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hi there and welcome to this episode of Your Ultimate Life. This is the fourth and final episode of this little series. And I titled this when you've been through the battle. And you remember this series starts with... Um, I think 779, 80 and 1, and then this one, 82, it has to do with your superpower. I know that that is a cliche word that personal development coaches and others use, and it is a euphemism for what is that thing or set of things that you do differently than anyone else. And I don't mean the way you tie your shoe or... Because I've seen all kinds of different ways to do that. So I'm sure you have too. Or how you make your toast or something. It's that um, combined skill and ability that sets you apart from others. What do you do and do differently and better than anyone else? What is it that makes you completely unique? Now, there's lots of candidates. We all have different physical characteristics. I looked up once on... The internet and the number of possible DNA combinations and the number so big it's incomprehensible, essentially infinite. <clears throat> and when you look at the number of circumstances and experiences that a person can have, that's an infinite number. And if you look at uh, Bruce Lipton and folks like that that have done research into how even gene expression changes based on experience and environmental circumstances, you multiply it by another essentially infinite number. So <clears throat> you have infinity to the third power. So you are, in fact, truly unique. Uh, the question is, okay, so what? Well, what, so what? Let's take that apart. So what? Well, that means you have a unique opportunity to do something differently than anyone else. And again, so what? Well, often in the world today, if you look at marketing or products or service or opportunity, it's hard to say something is better than something else, especially when we're talking in the realm of personal development and making a difference in the world. Different is often more important than better. So there can be someone who... Uh, me, I'll just take me. I didn't understand certain things. I was trying to learn something. And I had it had been explained to me different ways by different people. And one day I found someone that explained it in a way that I got. Okay, finally. Their explanation wasn't, they weren't any smarter than other people. It was just different. It was different in a way that made sense to me. In that way, different is better in that it's more effective. So let's let's redefine better as effective. Did it work? You have a skill, an ability, a combination of these three things we're talking about <clears throat> that would make you more effective 
in certain situations and for certain people than anyone else in the world, period. So the question remains, since that's true, what do you want to do with that? You can do nothing with it, or you can use it to add good to the world. I'm here talking to people who want to add good to the world, people who's, who has it, have it in their hearts to do good, to help people, right? I hear that all the time. Every single person that I talk to in any serious way <clears throat> always says, well, I really like helping people. Well, we do. We're built to do that. Up to now, we've talked about um, two of the three elements of your rope. One is the skills you've developed over time, either through education or work skill or some other practice. You've developed a set of skills. <clears throat> you've probably sold those all your life with a job, as some kind of a job or some kind of a business. <clears throat> the second strand in your three-part rope is your natural gifts. <clears throat> in the last episode, we dug into that deeply and we realized that there are you know, innumerable natural gifts and nuances, things that make someone able to listen in a particular way and hear things that in that same situation others don't hear and have different empathy and all those kinds of things that seem to be natural gifts that we all have and they're all different. <clears throat> the third and last thing, and by some accounts, the most powerful is your life experience. It is that life experience that shapes the expression of your humanity. It shapes the use of those other two strands. And in practical expression, it, ex it shapes the, your, your, your very genome, the very characteristics that are in your DNA. Okay, then now that's not me talking, that's research. <clears throat> If you look, uh, if you read books like uh, Bruce Lipton's The Biology of Belief, now the way I heard it, Lipton was a skeptic about all this sort of stuff and then went and did some research and became astoundingly convinced about the intelligence and capability of even our very genome to adapt and express itself differently based on circumstances, choices, belief, action, and therefore, that gives complete strength to that truth that we create our life experience. And that is an astounding truth and something that you could be easily completely skeptical of. And the skepticism only comes when we mix the things we can't control with the things we can my The way I experience my life each day, moment to moment, let's not talk about the whole life because that's too big. The way I experience my life unfolding moment to moment depends on my point of view. We talked about, you know, the lenses that we might have. <clears throat> Whether I think a meeting is too long or too short depends on my past experience. Whether I think someone's being unkind or just you know, neutral is depends on my experience. Whether I think someone's listening or not depends on my past experience. So all of those things are determined by our past experience and by our current choices. Now, a couple of episodes ago, I talked about uh, the lenses that we have 
and they are the sum of our last experience. And I said, one of the most important things we can ever learn is that everybody's got lenses and everybody's lenses are just as good as ours. In other words, the way you and I interpret a situation, while different, each is just as valid. Your interpretation makes perfect sense to you in the context in which you see it. And mine does also. The struggle comes when you or I, either one, decide that ours is right and yours is wrong. That our interpretation is somehow better. That is the genesis of conflict. When you and I realize that your experience is through your lens and so so is mine and each are equally valid, then we have an ability to have a conversation, a basis for exchange, ideas, growth, opportunity, and so forth when we drop the drama and the judgment. Life experience is that third thread. Two people raised in the very same home turn out very differently. Even twins with what could be considered identical upbringings because of their difference in natural gifts and their difference in what they choose to do in their lives, that developed skill part, end up completely differently. Two people who are even identical twins see the same thing and interpret it differently. I've seen cases where identical twins were raised in the same household, same everything, and they interpret their childhood differently. So that third thread is your life experience. Now let's talk about what that means and how it plays into these other two. Your life experience, the externalities, where you were born, the weather you experienced, the level of, you know, wealth or having things or not having things, uh, the kind of discipline you did or didn't have, the kind of opportunities you did or didn't have, uh, the kind of friends you did or didn't have, people who did or didn't do nice things to you, all of that collection of stuff is your life experience. Two people can have the very same experience and then see it completely differently, wildly differently, and have visceral and powerful differences. From the very same experience. So, because that's true, learning that my lenses and your lenses are different but the same in terms of they're just as valid, and combining that with the understanding that we can interpret the very same circumstance and words completely differently, it unleashes an enormous freedom. And the freedom that it unleashes is your ability and mine to create our life experience. You get robbed. I get robbed. I choose to have an experience of deprivation, anger, frustration, desire for revenge, and fury. You choose to have an experience saying, well, maybe that person needed it more than I do, or, you know, it's just one of those things that happened. I'm not going to let it mess with my day and move on. And maybe it was a significant amount of money, and so you, one of your conversations is, I need to figure out how to replace that. And you do it without drama, and therefore your creativity kicks in, and you launch on a path of action. I, on the other hand, get mad, stomp around, and stay mad for a day, week, month, year. And my whole focus is on retribution and finding the idiot that did this and ripping their head off. So we have each created <clears throat> a completely different experience in our lives from the same externality. You can use that same conversation about weather, about uh, political outcomes, election results, uh, 
illness that happens, a spouse that, you know, betrays you or decides to leave or a kid that behaves a certain way. All of those things are completely 100 percent subject to our interpretation. We decide what they mean to us. And therefore, we decide how we conduct our next moment, 8.64 seconds, the next hour, day, week, year, and the rest of our lives. So when you think about it that way, your life experience, which is the sum total of your choices about how to interpret events that unfold around you. That's so important, I I need to say it again. Your choices, my choices, our choices about how we interpret and understand and then work with all the things that unfold around us, that is our life experience. If I rage against the weather or someone else's behavior or political outcome, then I have an experience of rage, retribution, negativity, complaining, etc. If I go with the flow, and that's just what it is, not what I wanted, but oh well, then I have that experience. If I go with, wow, that happened, that's the very best thing that could have happened. Why? Because it did. What can I create here? Then I have a very different experience. And of course, there's all the areas in between. So your life experience and more than just the experience itself, how you choose to interpret, understand, and embrace or resist life experiences, that is your third thread. That one is subject to radical change. And that's what's cool. An example will suffice. <clears throat> I lived a lot of years struggling with MDD, major depressive disorder. I didn't get help. I didn't take the actions that I didn't know I could but could have learned. I didn't do something about it. I suffered, as it will, as you, you know, suffered with that. The consequences of that suffering was I was miserable. I wrecked several marriages I used a lot of drugs and had other addictions that were real problems, mostly substance abuse of various kinds. And so that was an experience that I had. And when I first look at it, my first way of interpreting that was it ruined my life. Three failed marriages, stints in rehab, tens of thousands of dollars spent on counselors and All of that, it ruined my life, cost me career moves and cost me jobs and cost me prestige and cost me all kinds of stuff. It ruined my life. That depression and its rotten outcomes, it ruined my life. In 2007, when I had a divine intervention that I wrote about in the book Tightrope of Depression... I made a choice to go do something different. I left the career I was had been in for 30 years. I moved forward with some pretty radical actions to change my circumstance, uh, to get the help I needed, to dive into understanding why I had had the experiences I had, not to blame people or anything else, but to understand what I can do now here. 
my feeling about all those experiences before is that they have refined me. I have become more patient, more understanding. I have become more loving. I have become more focused on who I can help every minute of the day. And it has brought me to a place where my declaration for this year is I'm here to help 50 million people find their powerful story, find their voice, identify the pieces of their woven rope, right? Their own, help people find their gifts, uh, assess and understand the skills they've developed, and then understand and make choices about the life story and move from ruining to refining, move from resentment to growth, move from rage and revenge to forgiveness. That, you know, that change has made all those events for literally decades worth of events into refining elements. So they have now refined me. So it's the same thing, but the only same events. But the reason they moved from ruin to refine is because I chose to see them differently. I choose. Now, that doesn't mean the consequences weren't real. That doesn't mean there aren't still people angry or hurt because of what happened, what I did before. There are. And I do and have done all that I could to apologize and repair. And and it used to be that I was embarrassed, hiding, ashamed. People are going to hate me. I'm no good because all this stuff happened and I did this and that. Therefore, I suck. Therefore, and that is no longer the outcome. I did the things that I did. There were lots of things that in retrospect were harmful and hurtful to many people and to myself. I have done what I can to fix it and I have fully and completely forgiven myself and changed who I am so that I no longer am that person. Twas I, tis not I, quote from Shakespeare. Twas I, tis not I. That is the fundamental piece of personal development. Some people say, well, tiger can't change its or spots, leopard or whatever. <clears throat> That's not true. We are fundamentally, as humans, capable of real and lasting growth and change. That is the foundation of all personal development and, frankly, the foundation of all spiritual tradition. If it were not so, then there is no point in any kind of growth. There's no point in trying to be or change different to get healthy body or mind. That's all out the window because you can't change. That's just utter and absolute nonsense. You can change and grow and improve in foundational, fundamental ways. And that third thread, your life experience, is the key. So you look at life experience, which things happen to you from outside, others' choices or random events, and you chose to act a certain way. Today, you can look back on that and have the story be different. Not that you didn't do whatever you did, but today I now see that differently, and it refines me, and it allows me a different perspective. I no longer have the feeling about that thing that I used to have. It now is a refining element. 
that truth is what makes this life experience piece of this rope so powerful. Because the choice you made before is fixed. A choice you can make today can not only help with things that happened before, but it can make you powerful in adding good to the world today. A simple example will help. Because of the struggles I had with addiction and then overcoming those things, I had the chance to have a very, very deep and intimate, lengthy conversation with a person who was, at that moment, uh, a serious long-term addict. Because I had the knowledge and experience of my own, I was able to have a conversation with and help that person in a deep and profound way that resulted in permanent change. If I had not had the experiences before that I had, I would not have had the power to do that. I would not have had the understanding. I would have not been able to relate to, connect with, and help that person like I did. Now, I'm not saying yay me. I'm saying it is the choice to allow those events to refine us instead of ruin us. It is the choice to allow the divine power to work through us. Because the divine God, the creator, is constantly inviting us to grow and change. When we accept those invitations, as I finally did to change my life, then we become conduits for power, for love, for opportunity, for encouragement to others. That's one reason why so often I talk to people as interviews on this podcast or on L.A. Talk Radio or the television show, I talk to people that have gone through all kinds of hardships, sometimes inflicted by themselves, sometimes inflicted by others. And when they are out the other side universally, the answer or their desire is to serve. I want to help people not have the things happen that I did. I want to help people that are in that circumstance. I want to serve in that way. That's a universal feeling that I hear all the time. I certainly share, and I love and endorse. So now you know the three threads. You have the developed skills that you have and are continuing to develop. You have your natural or divine gifts that you came with, and maybe you have worked on those, and maybe you haven't, and I gave you four ways to figure out what those are. And then you have this whole basket of life experience that is really the container for everything, including those first two things. And here's what I can promise you. If you take the effort and time to examine each of these things, the skills you've developed, your natural gifts, and your life experience, you can weave them together in a rope or have a voice that can do more good, make more money, and feel more fun, make more fulfilling than anything else you can do. One of the ways that you can use to take this life experience, this third piece, is to use the developmental story matrix. The developmental story matrix is a tool that I share in the book, The Story Arc. So get the book, The Story Arc, and it's to help people write books, create courses, and to help them do what we're talking about, use their past experience for good. 
and list the experiences that have, you know, that have shaped you, big ones that you can remember, clear back to your childhood. One, two, 10, 20, start with maybe 20 things that you remember that happened. Something you did, someone did to you, something that accidents, whatever, stuff that happened. And then <clears throat> describe in the next column what, what happened at the time. Like, what did it do to you? Did it make you angry? Was it, uh, did it make you not trust people? Like, what is, what is it that happened to you because of that event? And then explore, as you look back at that event now, is there a difference? Do you look at it differently? And that difference between how you felt about it then and how you feel about it now, there's a gold mine of opportunity to see how your life experience, not only what happened, but how your perspective has changed through the years, that is a gold mine of things to understand about how your life experience can make your voice more powerful. And when you look at your life experience, what it's taught you to want, your yearning to serve, who you want to help, how you want to help, what you now know you didn't know before, who you still need to forgive. You might do that and say, I hated him then, I hate them now. Well, there's an opportunity for growth there. <clears throat> Hate, revenge, anger, bitterness, resentment is not a positive force for growth. If you want to have the most impact in the world, forgiveness is the process that will serve you. And you may have your own path to that, but I have a book on that too. And I wrote all these books. It's titled Forgiveness, A Journey of Courage to a Place of Freedom and Power. I wrote all these because of my own needs, my own journeys. Every single one of them was written from the depths of my own heart, experience, suffering sometimes, and growth. And what I know for sure is that when you put these three things together, it creates a unique voice. When you combine your existing skills with your uh, natural gifts and your life experience, how it has shaped you, and you think about, because of those three things, what could I do that is of service? It, I promise you it will be absolutely and totally and completely unique. It will address a very specific group of people who can identify with that combination. And it gives you a platform from which to launch a product, a service, a business, an offering that is completely different and unique to you if you want to do that. My experience is choosing to do that can give you the key, literally the golden ticket to have more fun, make more money, and make a bigger impact than doing anything else. And of course, because you're using all three of those things, then your impact will be greater than using any one of them. Because you're serving with all three of those things your developed skills, your natural gifts, and your life experience, you're worth more. You'll get paid more. And it's more fun because it is right to the core of what makes you who you are. It is to the core of that yearning to serve and to love and to bless. So that, um, that putting those three things together and helping you identify what your unique voice is, what your unique gift and skill is that's different than anyone else. That's what this ultimate life challenge that is at the bottom of your screen is all about. That's something I'm doing every month between now and the end of the year, and maybe we'll do it on into 2024. We're going to do at least six or seven more of them. 
And it is, if you want more info, it's at www.ultimatelifechallenge.com. And the challenge is creating clarity around your unique voice, that combination of three things your existing skills, natural gifts, and life experience that is unique and powerful for you. So clarity around that and then creating confidence about who you can serve, how you would love to serve them, what would that look like, what kind of product or service, how to find them, and how to begin this wonderful journey. And maybe you're already on it, and that challenge will help you expand it and grow it. And then, of course, it will help you turn it into cash, business, because as you provide that unique and powerful service, you will get paid and you will get paid in ways that right this minute you cannot predict or expect. Take some time now and go back through these four episodes and listen again and take some take, take the time to bless your own life and do yourself the favor of listing your gifts, the skills you've developed, your natural gifts, and then go through that uh, exercise of finding the, the effects of your life experience. You'll identify things that you like and things that you still want to work on. But you know what? It is in the very act of refinement. If you do the developmental story matrix found in that book, The Story Arc, and you can find that on Amazon if you want it. If you do that, you're going to find areas you want to work on. And it is in the very act of that work that you become even more valuable because there will be millions of people who see you, hear your story, and they will see what you're doing for work and they'll want it. They will want it. And your yearning to serve and your love will turn into helping lots of folks, making good money, and having lots of fun. My goal in this podcast, The Ultimate Life, is to help you explore how to create purpose, prosperity, and joy by using your own unique voice, your divine gifts, your natural gifts, which is the other way I say divine gifts, your existing skills and your life experience, and turn that into a powerhouse of possibility, a powerhouse of positivity, and a way you can really make a huge difference in the world, as well as a good, enjoyable, fun living. Thank you. Please do that. I can tell you for sure. I need your help. I need your gifts. And I can promise you, if you do that work and unleash it, as it were, on the world, you will be able to create your ultimate life. Open your heart in this time around. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your feet on the ground.